Yo, Jasper, nice to see you again. Hey, David, man, really good to see you too. Hey, what are we going to talk about today? Well, I think we're going to talk about uh, viewing ourselves as an ecosystem and what that perspective, what kind of insight that can give us um, as to how to be excellent stewards of this ecosystem that we are. I think that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. This is something that I've been having some uh, some downloads about over the last couple of days. And um, yeah, it really struck me that, um, you know, we, we, we can think about, you know, I mean, most people have the idea of, of our gut, you know, that there's a biome in our gut. And when it's healthy, you know, then we have healthy poops and, you know, we sort of have healthy um, desires for food. And when it's unhealthy, when the biome is unhealthy, we can have gastritis or IBS, you know, and we can, um, you know, that those bacteria and yeast that are in our gut that are not good for us, they can even start craving through us, um, you know, bad foods and, you know, creating, um, you know, painful emotions and, and, and unhealthy thoughts and, and all kinds of things. And so, yeah, I just started to have this feeling of like, wow, you know, this whole idea of me, this whole experience of me, not just in my gut, but the whole thing, it's it's like an ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and kind of like, what what can I do, whoever I am, you know, what can I do, let's say, as awareness um, to be able to steward this this ecosystem, you know, so that I'm no longer cultivating, you know, like an unhealthy biome throughout the, the whole system, emotionally, mentally and physically, uh, you know, but something which more and more effortlessly um, just becomes good and it feels good and it just feels nice and pleasant and, and, and kind of really awesome to be alive. Right. Fantastic. And you mentioned in our we chatted about this just before we went on the air here. <clears throat> and you were talking about the the development of this ecosystem from childhood up and and kind of the feeling of if there's a kind of perfection to the ecosystem, there can be a perfection in our being. And if there's an imperfection, it causes different things and it can invite different entities to balance out the ecosystem. That was quite talk a little bit about that. All right. OK. So, you know, as as babies, like like all let's say, you know, like all animals, really, you know, we're all born kind of pretty healthy. Everything's born like on uh, all of the organs and the glands and, and everything else. There's kind of like an autopilot where everything is designed to complement everything else. And, you know, so long as we get enough air and, and the right nutrition and sleep and, and, and all of those good things, you know, everything basically just happens automatically. You know, there's like, the, you know, there's, there's no effort to it. Um, and so, you know, it's like, OK, so what if, if that is like the default is that we have good digestion and we're, we're kind of like, like like we see as babies, we're kind of all googly and happy and innocent and nice, you know. So, you know, where does the shit start, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and why does the shit continue? And it seems like it happens again, coming back to this ecosystem idea, because 
when we're really young and we start to learn language from our parents, you know, and we don't just learn language, but we start to learn what's right culturally. You know, it's not, you know, like little kids who walk around naked. Right. And they, you know, they don't have a second thought about it. But, then we, you know, then we start to learn, well, actually, it's not a good thing. You know, you shouldn't walk around naked. That's that's wrong. You know, that's bad. You know, we might not be told it's bad, but, you know, we're just told don't do that. You know, and, you know, and you shouldn't poop there and you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that, you know. And okay, a lot of it's good advice, you know, but mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but you know we, we we start to put these kind of compartments inside ourselves, and you know, uh, although a lot of what we learn from our parents is kind of good, you know, practical advice, we also learn a lot of cultural stuff that you know, okay, that kind of people are not good people, you know, or that you know those kinds of people, you know. They're, they're they're above you and you shouldn't you know and you you should kind of, you know show respect to those kinds of people or you know th- this kind of stuff you know yeah and so w- as we start to learn this kind of uh, this 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 kind of input is really not natural to you know to be in this kind of internal environment where we're having to remember all of these like judgments which we have to remember to impose upon our undifferentiated sensory ex- the present experience you know so in, in in order to kind of like uh, create this template which helps us to remember you know how to respond to this beautiful innocent uh you know like uh, present experience we have to start like um uh, creating certain kinds of tensions inside of ourselves it's like when a certain emotion comes up that you know wants to be naked or something like that or sees a poor person or a person of color or you know or the president or something like that it's like well all of a sudden i have to react in a certain way and so an emotion will will come up associated with that person and rather than just like you know see that emotion as like one with everything else and it just comes and it goes a thought will instant almost instantaneously instantaneously kind of come in and sort of say right okay this is how i respond to the queen or to the president or something like that mm-hmm. okay you get the idea yeah yeah totally. right so so we 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 don't realize you know uh, that when we're really young is we're we're basically internally as certain emotions, which, uh, you know, the, the emotions have like a feely thought association with with aspects of our experience, that when we re-experience them, we're being conditional with that emotion. We're not just letting it come and letting it go. We're basically holding it in and we're making it special or we're making it bad. But, we're, you know, that's a, that's kind of like a false thing. We're, we're creating like a false world inside of us. And in order for that to happen, we have to change our internal landscape. We have to change our internal biology. And we're going to need to start changing the bacteria inside of us. You know, it's going to come from like what we we would call like a really, really healthy biome, you know, not just in the gut, but in the brain. Because, you know, throughout our body, we have bacteria and we we have more bacteria in our bodies than human cells. Right. That's Mm -hmm. pretty, pretty well known. You know, so we're made up of bacteria, you know, God bless them, you know, <laughs> you know, and um, and these guys, you know, are pretty much like, you know, we have 
in, we, we have made from an early age when we didn't realize realize what we're doing we inst we institutionalized a certain kind of environment within ourselves to basically ensure that all of those judgments that our parents passed on to us that that you know that those judgments would just become automatic so that as we go through our lives and you know pretty much our experience is still like it was when we were a baby bang right now it's completely open it's completely innocent it's completely free it's completely amazing it's completely up to you how you approach it right now but in your ecosystem you me everybody else you know without knowing it of course you know there's no blame here you know but we we have inst institutionalized a certain you know ecology within us mm -hmm. we've you know and, and and that means that you know our subconscious mind has had to call upon certain parasites inside of us and certain yeasts and certain fungi and certain bacteria you know and certain maybe like you know calcification of joints and you know and certain mm -hmm. tensions here and like uh, tightness and, and dryness is there you know in order to kind of block the natural flow of the of, of the ecology in order to hold the contortions in place <laughs> exactly exactly right so what do we do <laughs> 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 well, you know, I was also saying in a, in a, you know, just when we were like talking about this before we we we, we went live, that the thing that like I, I really want to just bring this into into the show because it just I don't know it just sort of gives it like a a human kind of element, you know. But like the uh, you know the thing for me that like initiated all of this is a couple of days ago I saw the movie by the Coen Brothers, uh, Hail Caesar. Which I really recommend that everybody sees. If you haven't seen it already, it's like the Coen Brothers are just brilliant, you know. They're really great. And um, the, the the main guy in this movie, Eddie Mannix, he's played by Josh Brolin, and he's this hard-bitten Hollywood fixer, you know. And he's got to go around. He's got to slap a few people, and he's got to, you know, he's working really hard, and he's, you know, he's really stressed out, and he's basically a really good guy, but he's got to be a hard ass at times, you know. And he's un he's feeling a lot of guilt. And he's a Catholic, so he goes like regularly to confession. And um, one of the questions he asks of the priest, he said, because he's like he's got a really big decision to make, you know. And he he says to the priest, he doesn't give him like the whole background, but he says, look, you know, when you're being offered a choice which seems really easy, like really really easy, and like everything's just taking care of you, and people really want you to do it. And it's just, you know, it seems like, why wouldn't you do that? And that's one side. And there's another side. And it just seems really hard. And it's a real struggle. But you just feel within yourself, it just feels right. It just feels there's something, it just feels right, even though it's a real struggle. And and this Eddie, just like, he goes to too many confessions. It's like he, he's going almost every day because he's really, he, he's he's suffering. He really wants an answer, you know. And and the priest just keeps giving him more Hail Marys. Anyway, finally, the tr the, the priest, he, dr he drops the truth bomb, you know, and he says to Eddie, my, uh, my son, you know, uh, God wants you to do what feels right, you know, and uh, and Eddie says, that's it. That's it. You know, and then the priest continues to kind of explain. And then he just sort of says, no, that's it. That's it. And he really gets it. And he goes, "Whoa, God wants me to do what feels right, you know, so. 
I'm doing this job. I'm this Hollywood fixer. And it's like, you know, I'm hardly getting any sleep. And my wife wants me to stop smoking. And, I, and, and I'm lying to her, you know. And, but it just feels like I just love this work. I want to continue doing this work, you know. So anyways, he's at peace after this. And I don't know, it just it, it, it opened up something inside of me. And I, you know, I meditate a lot and it's just my life's work as a really sensitive man, a really sensitive human being. It was also in the army when I was younger and, you know, and, you know, is not a wimp, but is also very sensitive, you know. So it's like this kind of two very, very, you know, opposite sides of me. One side that says, for fuck's sake, man up. And the other side that says, oh, you know, fuck, you know, just chill out, man, you know. And and it's like, so I, it was like, fuck, you know, I really want to do what feels right. And I've been doing it all of these years anyway, I, I feel with my spiritual practice. But it, it, it opened up this idea that inside of me, there really is this this kind of ecosystem, you know, that as I've, you know, as I've described, you know, and that. What is it like, you know, what feels right in this ecosystem? And let's say until I had this realization, what felt right was wanting to really heal a, like a long term physical condition. I really wanted to heal that. And I was like in, and I was also aware that, like, there's really nothing to do. You should just relax. But then there was something in my own nature, my own masculine kind of, you know, the part of me that was a soldier and just wants to kill the heck out of it and, you know, and be the hero, you know, that, you know, I wanted to be responsible for healing myself, you know. And I, I kind of realized as I'm accepting my as the soldier part of me, I suppose, is accepting the sensitive part of me and realizing it has a, a great deal of value um that like wow cool you know okay these guys are starting to accept each other what feels right is no longer like really want wanting to heal this condition it's like i've been doing it for years and years and years and it and it hasn't really worked you know so in a way what feels right is feeling the pain of it and feeling the effects of it and while i'm feeling that which i've been doing anyway and like really going into it and loving it and, you know, and, and smiling inside of it. But is doing is is feeling that and like really unconditionally, even more like being aware of the sounds and being aware of the light and being aware of the rest of the sensation of my body. And in my own experience, when I when I did that, it was like, you know, it was kind of like a, um, my body was just my subconscious was just saying, yes, that's it. That's it. So I suppose it was more a confirmation of, you know, what, you know, Jesus said, I can of my own self do nothing. My father doeth the works. And, you know, there's kind of like nothing to do, you know, mm -hmm. but in a way there is. So what do we do then? You know, if there's nothing to do, what do we do? You know, and well, we we're present you know we're somehow there is nothing to do but we're we're here in a really positive way we're here in a really present kind of like fuck yeah kind of way you know it's like yes to this pain yes to this light yes to this sound yes to this feeling on the other side of my body yes to the whole fucking thing right now and 
mm-hmm. you know, and, and it seems to me that to the, the extent that we're able to do that, particularly in the presence of something like physical pain or emotional pain, when we can hold that open space, that open, loving awareness, we literally start to dissolve the ecosystem which we have implemented in the past. Okay, so that ecosystem that I've in, I, I implemented in the past, which is, you know, causing physical pain and emotions and everything else that, you know, it took me a long time to implement that ecosystem. It's really on autopilot now, even though it's not, let's say, really me, you know, um, but it's like it's it doesn't want to die. It's like it's like it, it you know, it, it's like an experiment that I have given so much of my awareness to that it's kind of like my creation you know and you know and it it's going to do its best to keep running you know mm-hmm. so it's going to you know as i like no longer uh, am going to feed it it's going to test the fuck out of me of course it is and it's going to test the fuck out of you listeners and you know and and all of us you know but if we want to break it and I say that with, you know, with just as a word, you know, I don't mean break it as in like, you know, nuke it or anything. But if we want to like pattern interrupt, the only way that we're going to do it is by 100 percent being aware of it. And being aware of the emotional and the mental like it, I mean, in my experience, the physical sensation and then the emotional reaction to that and then the mental reaction to the emotion we got to be aware of that whole thing which is a big thing in and of itself at one and the same time with the the unconditional um sensory input of our present experience (laughs) and when we can kind of like hold this experience like you know when we can really really do this and it's a really tall order compared to what we've been used to in the past you know but if we can do that then i mean i i just know without a shadow of a doubt you know that like it might take time you know but you know mm-hmm. cool you know but it's gonna that it will it will be broken and 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 the the optimal ecosystem will um because that's the the factory settings of the body you know that 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 will come back when the suboptimal ecosystem is no longer identified with. Right. The what, yeah, beautifully said. The way that kind of played into my visual picturing was uh, this. <clears throat> in the e- e- even in this these moments of the just very well. A, a very present awareness being in that present awareness previous to this feeling like with myself i might be feeling and aware of my body and aware of some tension aware of this but if you could look at the whole way i was dealing with it i was focusing if you could shade that whole awareness there would be parts of that awareness which were much more important than other parts that pain was shaded important you know <laughs> little to-do lists were kind of stickered on it like something like that and the impression i got from what you were saying is that's not just pure awareness that's like the shadow of that 
of that non-optimal ecosystem is reverberating still in my awareness and I'm giving it energy. And if I instead notice it, but notice it with kind of no more attention than the sound of the wind and the birds and the feeling of my my skin and and the thoughts that are coming and going, if all of that can keep the same energetic valence just it is it is just what it is in that sense the factory re the the optimal factory resets are free to return and that thing is not being fed anymore at that lower at that deeper level that's right yeah well said man yeah that's 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 really it it it, in my like understanding it you know it just i think an ecosystem it fits very well with our you know with our current sort of understanding of the physical body you know um that uh, that literally in in a, in a physical way in a cellular way in a biological bacterial yeast yeasty fungal kind of way you know that um you know as, as maybe as scientists start to understand the function of of different colonies of, of microorganisms more and more they can go oh yeah cool you know that's exactly what's happening you know we can see that these colonies are literally causing you know certain sort of like uh, um, what do you call it like chemical releases in the body and we yeah and we know now that they're not particularly healthy you know and they're causing other parts of the body to maybe you know, to become uh, inflamed or enlarged or you know or dry out or cause mucus or you know this kind of thing absolutely it's very interesting i I, i've never seen it framed like this before and it seems very very useful for me i i i feel that this is just a a natural consequence of meditating in the way that i do you know for our listeners who haven't heard this before um i you know i i was really uh a very unhappy child and youth and, and younger man. And, you know, and my mother told me at one point that I was a really happy baby. And, uh, and, I, and, and it just like it, it, something just clicked in my brain, you know, in my mind. And I, and I thought, oh, wow, I was a really happy baby. And I thought, hmm, you know, I, I want to, it must be inside of me, you know, it must be like uh, who I was. And I want to see if I can get back to that. And so my approach to meditation became really practical. You know, I, I started to realize early on, even though I'm I'm also very, very intellectual kind of guy, you know, and very like um, into philosophy and myth and, and that kind of thing, which I think is also important. But I started to realize really early on that, you know, we, we can understand um, you know, certain kinds of teachings at the mental level, or we can, you know, really understand the meanings of certain myths, uh, but we can still be like really deeply unhappy, you know? And, and so, um, yeah, I thought, okay, you know, it's like when I was, when I was a little baby, I didn't know any of that philosophical stuff. So, you know, therefore real happiness is not dependent on any of that. Mm. So I started to focus my, spiritual practice my meditation upon literally trying to get back to the baby state you know which was like okay what do babies do you know and so it was just 
yeah, like real no-brainer stuff, really. I think, you know, any practical inner naught, you know, self-explorer is, you know, inner kind of scientist person, you know, who's got any common sense, you know, who, who maybe sees that as a road of inquiry is is going to start getting answers you know and it was like okay well you know there you know it's the baby state is being able to experience right now without the filter of thought you know and without putting goods and bads onto aspects of our experience so anyway that that's what i've been engaging in for for years and years and years you know having a sense like right now of feeling my ass on the ground and you know my legs are nice and warm and alive and you know and i can feel my face there's a lovely glow in my face and my hands are all alive and tingly you know and i can feel my shirt and my back and the breeze from the fan and my skin and the light and the colors and the space so my practice has been about you know being able to like enjoy this experience but then, of course, you know, as, as little babies, you know, we um, it's pri- we're experiencing prior to also having to maintain this idea of, uh, you know, concepts of, you know, that's a tree and that's a cloud and that's this and that's that. You know, that's actually a big responsibility yeah. to be able to enjoy the present moment as it is but also to have all of these bloody concepts of everything. It's like, fuck, you know, when you start to really understand the responsibility that comes with being able to be innocent and at the same time be able to pick and choose these concepts as as and when we need them, this is like, this is a big fucking responsibility, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and then so God it, says, I want you to do what feels right. Exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, you, so, you know, for, like I said, for me at one point, what felt right is no, I want to heal myself. I really want to fucking heal myself. But after, you know, and having this real side of me, which really was like, a, you know, is like a soldier, you know, it's like my heart is like, I, I, even though I'm totally not a fighter, you know, I'm, I'm just like a very creative kind of guy and, you know, and just, you know, mystic really, you know, but I don't know, I just have a motherfucker of a heart, you know, that wants to like, um, wants to fight you know i don't know it wants to like do crazy shit you know and like um you know not necessarily fight but it wants to you know do hard ass stuff you know like uh yeah i'm always out and you know running up hills in the jungle and people are always commenting oh wow man you're fast and maybe you know kind of saying slow down or something and i'm like no man i just i don't know there's something inside of me that just loves being in this jungle and I don't know, I just like being like a Mowgli or something, you know, just being a being a wolf cub and just like, you know, and testing myself and running down this hill, knowing that I could break my neck on some root or something. And there's just this motherfucker inside of me that just wants to, like, you know, enjoy and like uh, be a warrior. And, you know, and, and I can't like it's just part of me. And in the past you know it was it was confrontational and it was like okay i've got this physical pain and i want to kill that pain you know i want i want to be responsible for like you know killing it you know even if i kill it with love you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you right. know what i mean right? right i want to focus on it and i want to just want to love it out of existence you know mm-hmm. uh, and it didn't work it didn't work so i did, eventually didn't feel right you know 
Mm-hmm. And, what and, may, the, and maybe something yeah. of, a, of a different caliber it would have worked on. Maybe that is the right approach for many things. Yeah. Up to a point. But for some things, it, when, it, when it doesn't, you know, when you do that, you know, loving something and giving it our loving attention and all that seems like a very good thing. And very often, I think that will heal a lot of stuff. Well, I think it does, but I feel that like... Uh, right. But it, not everything. It, it, yeah. It, as you said earlier on, it's like when we start to focus, when that starts taking on more importance, when it becomes like it's more of a mission, you know, yeah. it's more of something that I have to do than everything else. Then it really, you know, it's kind of like inside of us, even though consciously we're extrapolating and saying, no, I'm focusing on this to heal, to heal it inside of us. We're actually, you know, we're kind of like we, we've created a whole ecosystem about keeping this thing in place, you know. So even though we're sending love to it, we're, it's like it's, uh, you know, we're sending love to it. But subconsciously, you know, we're all we're, we're also kind of like um, there's a subconscious feeling of, oh, fuck, you know, I need, it needs more love. It needs more love. It's like uh, it's not enough love, you know, it needs more love. Or there's there's anger that comes up or frustration or something else. Yeah, and yeah, it's, exactly. It's, it's it's all really subconscious. So, yeah, the love is good. But it's um, and I think that's where so many of us in the spiritual life is where we're at. You know, it's like, oh, God, you know, why am I kind of really not making any headway? Why am I kind of stuck here? Yes. And it's, you know, we're, we're kind of doing all the right stuff, but we don't realize that, you know, we're just not open enough. We're not aware of whatever we're trying to work on. And, yeah, we can send it love, but don't just send it love. I mean, send like the, you know, the the. The hairs on your leg, you know, which the fan is moving. Send them love too, you know. Send everything love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It become yeah. I mean, I'm just having, just thinking about my own inner things, and I think the life they have is is my attention. And if I you know neutralize that attention just make it neutral just like it's neutral there's this there's that there's the other thing there's that thing there's that thing and they're just all neutral that energetic thing there won't have that energy it just won't that's right yeah that's right and what happens out of that is we start to feel more and more like like I, I felt this, you know, when I uh, was, um, you know, having these series of openings, there was this, yeah, this, this feeling, there was a deepening in the in the in the what feels right. It's like God wants you to do what feels right. You know, that that came from the, you know, the but the the Eddie Mannix teaching from the from the priest. And it was like, OK, my subconscious wanted me to hear that. That was important, you know. And then, you know, you start to. You're focusing on this feeling and then there's something in the subconscious says, OK, as you feel it, maybe focus on the other side. You've never done that at the same time. You're feeling it on this side. Now feel something on, on the opposite side where there isn't any discomfort at all. And I started to do that. And instantly there was like, fuck, there was like a, there, there was a, a release in the in the in the pain. Wow, that that feels right. You know, and so it was like, wow, 
Okay, so yeah, I'm just learning to go deeper in myself. It has been my practice for many years to endeavor to hold the space for everything in my environment unconditionally. But until now, it's like somehow subconsciously, I haven't been doing that, you know, because there's been a part of my emotional experience which in which it has felt right to okay we need to just you know do the work do the work that's right that's right and it's really you know cosmically right cosmologically um you have the earth which represents the human body then you have the moon which is the emotional body and then you have the sun which is the conscious mind and you know the the um the the you know the the rational mind and it's really like it's kind of interesting that the so the moon would also be like the subconscious and so it's like well in order for the you know just just looking at that sort of idea which is kind of really cool um it's sort of like wow you know the in order for the conscious mind to like really embody really like accept the body as it is it it first has to be able to not be moved or not be influenced by the emotions by the moon you see what i mean it's like you've got that you've got that idea you've got the the earth and then you've got the earth is here and then you've got the moon and then you've got the sun so the sun is like the conscious mind so it's kind of you know we're we're kind of observing ourselves and when we observe ourselves yeah of course we're always aware of our emotions um in addition to our physical body and you know to the extent that most of us say this this is my anger or my sadness or my this you know it's just you know mentally it's just become second nature that emotionally you know i am this or i am that but it's not actually true it's really not actually true because you know really what is true is like from the coming back to the sun the conscious mind is like well i am I just am, and that's it. You know, it stops there, right? <laughs> Second am, nature, you know? not first nature. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then you could say, okay, well, these are like, you know, quotes my emotions. You know, this is like part of my, but not as like me being this kind of idea of a human who's walking around in a separate world. No, I've kind of seen through all that. You know, that's just just all just concept land. You know, so it's like, no, I I just am somehow. I'm just like awareness. And yeah, but somehow these emotions are part of my experience. And somehow I notice that when I'm kind of like uh, um, identifying with those emotions and I'm, I'm letting those emotions take me, you know, from here to there. Hmm. My experience is like it's pretty like uh, it's pretty strong. You know, it's pretty like 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 a child. It's pretty like, you know, big, loud colors, you know. And but when I'm in my body. Oh, it's it's much more subtle. It's and sometimes I have to be patient because things don't happen immediately, and an emotion of boredom or frustration can come in. But if I stay with my body and I'm really patient, I being conscious awareness, you know, I start to realise well, when I'm with my body, the feeling of my body, and whatever's happening emotionally in this present experience of light and space and sounds and everything else the baby experience pretty much you know it's like whoa this is really nice you know so you know yeah i'm being as you say i'm being neutral in my awareness but i start to notice that 
as I am neutral in my awareness, my experience starts to become positive. It starts to feel good. It's like, you know, God wants me to, it starts, it feels right. That's what I'm saying. It feels, it feels, there's this ding. It feels really, yeah, man, this feels right. And then, and of course, as it will always happen, emotions are always going to come. And then emotion will come in and says, yeah, what about that pain? Oh, fuck, I've got to fix it. I've got to change it, you know. And you've already been through this this thing of like, no, oh, that doesn't feel right. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, <laughs> just be aware of that feeling of wanting to fix it and the physical feeling and everything else. And I'm going to open up again and just, you know, be kind of as a neutral experience and, and just kind of like see what, what happens with this, you know, with with, with this this new um new paradigm let's say you know this this new not really doing anything not good not holding on to that emotion and try let it let it take me somewhere and having a mission but yeah where, how will the whole experience unfold by itself you know when i'm just saying it's all cool yeah and 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 you start to anyway you, I, what i'm trying to say is you start to notice that like moment by moment by moment it doesn't just unfold in a kind of like a way in which the mind is going oh shit you know i wonder what's going to happen next you know Ooh, I'm, I'm not sure but it starts to everything feels safer you know there's something inside of me emotionally that actually starts to go oh whew, you know this is a relief and you know and my body starts to relax and yeah and you start to access more and more the you know the the optimal ecology of the of, of the baby state mm-hmm. boy that feeling when you just said this is a relief i could feel that yeah because mm-hmm. it's like we're holding that tension with our own something and when we stop doing that oh, yeah what a relief yeah and then and then that safety yeah that really yeah it's a safe positive place to be yeah yeah bro can can you can can you uh lead us into talking about the heart yeah um as a adjunct to to all of this you were you were saying some interesting things about the these moments of judgment we can have that uh, are having an effect on the heart and the emotions, the emotion to the mind, to the uh, a flash of judgment and the heart. And I thought it was a, a very interesting flow there. And it, it seems a very practical part to follow on to what we just said here. Yeah, right. And so are we talking about the physical heart or the or, or the like the, the heart center? Both, what do you, I would imagine. What do you feel? What, what, what feel, do you feel would, would be feel, the primary one? Well, the I, I would I feel good starting about the the physical heart because it's we're starting in the body before it awesome. gets too abstract. Just right there. Awesome, awesome, man. Yeah, we're we're totally on the same page. Yeah, because listeners, yeah, we just briefly talked about this before we we pressed the record. You know, so it you know it's so nice that you know when you know when david and i are like really on the same page yeah we're totally talking about the physical heart here i feel that really the physical heart comes first you know we're often in spiritual land you know we talk about the heart center the heart chakra 
And I think that, you know, when we're focusing on these more um, uh, like, I don't know, um, potentially sort of like uh, ephemeral kinds of uh, phenomena, you know, then, yeah, we're not embodied enough. You know, we're not making it real enough. And in the last couple of days, I've I've uh, I noticed something that I'd noticed before, but like really like just it, it became much stronger. And it was that I started to notice that like you can if you're if you're present enough in your body, you can actually feel in your physical heart. You can feel on the left side of your chest, right, at, you know, in the location of your physical heart, you can feel a tightening. Um as which actually um, sort of initiates an opinion. So when we start getting opinionated about one thing or another, if you've already gone into that opinion, if you start feel into your physical heart, and if you're like present enough and you're 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 conscious enough, you're going to be able to feel. Oh wow! I can well I can feel it. I can actually feel it's like, yeah, there is some kind of like, I'd say blockage or some kind of tight, like a tightening. tight, like mm-hmm. a tightening in the physical heart, because the physical heart is, is uh, look, I, I don't know if I'm right or wrong about this. I, I, I'm not talking about like, you know, commonly received wisdom or knowledge. I'm only talking about my own Jasper experience here. But all I can say from my own experience is that my heart is not a pump. It's not like it, it, it's not pumping my blood around the body, around my body. It's like I know, that's kind of happening a bit like tree sap, you know, uh, and fluids in like the, the tree, right, gets water from the ground. I mean, tree doesn't have a heart. You know, how does that water from the ground get up into the top branches? You know, there's some there's some kind of magic going on. There's some sort of you know, pushing and pulling in the in the capillaries, uh, in the in the veins and the arteries, which is at every moment, you know, of the or every location of the veins and the arteries is 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 causing the flow. In this, in Jasper's experience, anyway, I can't talk about anybody else's, right? <laughs> but you know, so anyway, in Jasper's experience, the the heart is like a regulator. It's like a drum, right? I mean, you know, maybe we can all, you know. That's it's like a shaman's drum, you know, we go dung, dung, dung. You know, it's keeping the time. Um, but it's not just keeping the time, but it's re- it's more important. Importantly, it's regulating the flow of blood around the body and the body, the, the, the blood. Right. It's it's uh, it's bringing uh, oxygen around the body and it's bringing like depleted oxygen back to the heart where it's, you know, it's reoxygenated. But it's also taking um, uh, nutrition. Right around the body and loads of other things that you know just as an ordinary layman i don't know about you know but i know that you know the blood is doing some you know some amazing work you know as it goes around so emotionally the the well let's say that the the heart just uh, uh, also like with the digestive system and with other areas of our body they don't just have physical functions. You know, it's like with our digestive system, we don't just digest our food, but we digest our emotions, right? We digest our thoughts. We digest a good book. We digest a good movie, you know? It's like this is happening through the process of digestion, but on a different level from the one which digests our physical food. 
okay so our emotions in our body our emotions are a bit like um in the old alchemical sense they're sort of like um uh, um lead or like a sort of a base metal and it's the heart's um function to bless these emotions to kind of just allow them to be as they are without any kind of like a judgment and whether whether that whether it's anger or doubt or jealousy or you know whatever it is you know greed doesn't matter you know when the heart is open when the regulation of the heart is is not constricted you know because of cultural ideas that we've taken on and we see something and we learn like automatically that's not right and so the heart it it closes off around that emotion and so the information emotionally which is going around our body is like it's sort of telling our body to oh right okay you know create something which continues to say no to this or to that mm-hmm. uh, you know and and to reinforce that so anyway you know i'm i'm doing my best to to to, to explain it here but you know see in your own experience everyone you know as you um if you feel yourself right oh, blimey i'm i've got an opinion here or i'm in judgment here you know not good or bad you know let, let's just see like go into my body and feel into my physical heart what do i feel and you might not feel anything to start with if you haven't like you know practiced and going inside but if you make this more of your practice and and like like me you know you 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 kind of want to get back to this baby state and make it your everyday state you know and and in addition to being able to have an amazing adult you know rationalizing conscious mind you know you want to be able to experience from the the state of innocence you know so yeah you know you're you're going to have to be able to um to make friends with yourself and feel yourself from the inside so you know david how how do you mm-hmm. is this something you feel that you could if you have an opinion or a judgment about something do you feel that you'd be able to sense that there that there's there's you know like a physical like we're talking about a physical mm-hmm. slight tightness in your heart could you feel that i can feel a tightness i can definitely feel a tightness and a closeness i can feel um i kind of feel like my my world just sort of tightens like a instead of being open it's like bonk and it's 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 centered some i haven't traced it back quickly enough to actually feel it happening first in my heart i feel it kind of in my my sensibilities or something about my perceptive almost like if you know if someone throws something at you there's a reaction and it, there's a tightness that immediately occurs and yeah and i think this this fits a lot because i think some of these opinions these judgments like you were saying before about our ecosystem they're just built into my ecosystem so this judgment flashes at me before i've really you know decided to make a judgment on this thing i see something that's already it's just a habit so this contraction is is part of this maintaining my contorted ecosystem yeah 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 so i can i can i can definitely feel that much 
Okay. And and do you feel that um, having already felt that and then at least being open because, you know, I'm, maybe I'm what I, maybe it doesn't originate in the heart. It might originate oh, somewhere else. It feels else. like it's heart for me. It, but okay. I, I'd be lying if I said I'm actually feeling because this kind of tightening is kind of a, a big feeling. And so when I feel that, I, I, I haven't investigated further to see. So I'd, I'd be lying if I said I felt it specifically at the heart. I'll, I'll check that out later. Okay. Felt the contraction. All right. Well, you know, guys who are watching and listening, it, you know, it's not just about like, you know, from this moment forwards, putting all of your awareness into your physical heart. That's not <laughs> that's not going to do it, you know. That's like the, you know, that's that's kind of how the mind thinks. Well, cool, I've got the answer. That's all I have to do now. <laughs> and it's it's not like that, you know. The 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 best thing that we can do as a as a maybe a an, uh, an introduction to a meditation is to see if we can primarily bring our awareness into our into into our physical center, into what the Chinese call the Dantian you know which is just you know below the navel and slightly inside you know and we you you can fit this around your hips around your lower back around your lower belly you know it's that middle section of your body and if we can like you know learn to make this our sort of default focus of awareness as we're going about our day you know and then in addition to that it's like oh cool i can also feel my hands and i can feel my feet i'm becoming more aware of my breath and what i can see and everything else but it's kind of like my default is in my center. That's kind of like a now I'm giving you like a real crash course here, you know, of what I've been doing, you know, in separate compartments for years so that it all becomes kind of second nature. Um, you know, so it's, it's something that we have to do bit by bit by bit in our own experience um, until it becomes like a big picture of like just open sensory awareness uh focused in the in in the in the center if we can make that our kind of general practice but from that place we're also aware of you know of, of because we're more aware in general of our internal sensory experience you know we start to become well i can really feel the tingliness in my fat in my hands i can feel the glow of health in my face i can feel the you know the the feeling in my feet and my soles but from you know in addition to this when a when a an opinion comes when a judgment comes and the old ecosystem kicks in and tries to reassert itself we also start to become aware of like well i can particularly feel this kind of tightness not just as you say david because it is it's like it's a closed down in the whole general awareness that's yes. what it is but it but you go well man it seems like it's kind of like where where it's like it's first of all coming into existence in my physical heart mm -hmm. yeah yeah okay uh, yeah <laughs> cool so what else can we talk about? Yeah, man. So what what do we what do we do with that as we're noticing it? I mean, for for me, when when I have noticed that, I have tried to make a note, tried a, a little bit of understanding of 
what the trigger was what what what's the structure of that uh that uh suboptimal ecosystem you know what is it that's that i saw you know why did that judgment come like that you know and i i try to just you know breathe into it and let it go and and be aware of that uh, yeah when, when i feel that tightening to like okay what happened there so any any deeper level uh practice i could i could uh, apply at the at those moments when i feel it i would say come back to that um what's working for me right now is to come back to that truth bomb that eddie mannix got in uh in in hail caesar you know it's like what feels right yeah what feels right at this moment and it's like wow okay so yeah i've realized already in my own experience that an opinion or a judgment or a whole tightening and a you know and a sort of a a a a transformation of something which really feels open and just like uh um and and nice into this you know this kind of like shit fuck you know i'm in a separate world and you know maybe somebody's watching me or you know something like this you know okay i'm being a bit dramatic there but you know what i mean right it's like you go from being you know just you don't have those kinds of feelings and all of a sudden it's like oh shit you know here i am you know so yeah you know and and realizing okay so i've already seen that when i start to have that kind of opinion or that judgment or that sense of separation in my own experience the first physical cause of that is a tightening tightening in my heart but i'm also aware in in addition to that that it's not just about my heart it's also about like i i know that when i'm really open in this present sensory experience and i just let that happen by itself shit you know i just feel really good so what feels right knowing all of that stuff what feels right right now for me if i feel this contraction is yeah is again just you know opening up to this full sensory experience feeling my heart yeah feeling the contraction and just yeah having an awareness of that contraction but in but absolutely unconditionally within the fullness of this experience right right back to that back <laughs> you to know that. what i mean it's like you know and i can just feel it it's like oh mm-hmm. cool you know that yeah that's it yeah. that's it you know right so like what feels right it's like you know it's like that you see the wisdom in what that priest said to eddie god wants you to do what feels right you know it's like god is not telling you what to do mm-hmm. that's what we all want the answers right it's like oh how can god let all these terrible things happen you know well god wants you to do what feels right that's it you know so you have to find out for yourself what feels right you have to really find it out you know and once you really really find out what feels right you realize oh shit that's what god wanted for me all along <laughs> yeah right. right and it's not about god didn't say figure out what you know rationally no. think about what you know didn't say that no didn't say that didn't say that just like he said you know when uh 
you know, like G- Jesus was, you know, sending out the disciples and uh, didn't he say something like, and uh, you shall know them by their works. Mm-hmm. Not you shall know them by their words. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. 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 And, and your focus come back to the body. The body yeah. should feel good and open and kind and free and joyful. Yeah. And yeah, not about a should, but but like that is our prime state. Yeah. Unless unless we're messing with it. That's it, man. Yeah. And we we ultimately have a have the responsibility to main you know to maintain it in in whichever way that makes us feel good you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and we will make some mistakes along the way most likely and that's that's just new fodder for understanding what makes us feel good it does yeah there's one thing i'd like to uh bring to this show just before we before we close and and that's uh this idea of like Wow, you know, going all the way back to being this this little baby, who's or even this very young child, you know, uh, who is just really, really innocent. And and you you gave a really good uh, example one time of like of having this idea of this really, really innocent child, just really, really innocent. And then this kind of like, you know, this wise or your or experienced part of yourself says yeah it's not going to last though <laughs> yeah. right and yeah. it's like yeah you know and, and when i and when i saw that kid i felt a little bit tight <laughs> I, I felt a little tightness like whoa I, yeah i was jealous of the kid maybe right yeah yeah, yeah there's some there's somehow there's like the ecosystem that you know that that i've got that i've you know kind of got running is like hmm don't, don't like that kid, you know. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. My, right. I had an ecosystem reaction. <laughs> cool. All right. You know, so like going all the way back to being this kid who was like that, what did we need at that time to like keep being like that, you know, mm. especially as a little boy? You need to, you really needed a dad. Who, yeah, you needed a mum, of course, you know, but a dad, a little boy needs a dad, you know, who particularly if he's being like a, you know, being unkind to his sister or, you know, something like that, you know, and he's kind of like that. But already, you know, the emotions are starting to come and, and uh, you know, he's being pulled out of himself. Or let's say something like, uh, you know, he's uh, some other kid steals something from him and he's like he has this uh you know he's crying or something like this and he's you know and he's crying because there's this emotion inside of him which is kind of like really new to him it's like you know he hasn't really experienced that before he wasn't with other kids you know and all of a sudden somebody does something which kind of rocks his world in in a way that he doesn't like you know and this painful feeling comes in and he's going i hate that boy i hate that boy i like that and, you know, so if if at that time we had a father that was able to kind of to to take us through that initiation, because let's face it, guys, that it's an initiation that we have to go through, um, <clears throat> then. You know, we we would be set up for life. So what so what do we need? We we would need a father at that time 
who would say to us, son, I love you. First of all, you know, I really, you know, daddy loves you. Okay. Yeah, but daddy, daddy, I know that daddy, but you know, I hate that boy. And I, uh, you know, I want my toy back or something like this. And so the father would say, son, can you feel that feeling inside of you? Can you feel it? Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, son, that's part of being a human being. That's part of being like daddy and like mummy and like, you know, like like me. And the kid's like, wow, okay. The voice of authority speaks here, right? And so the kid's still, yeah, but I don't like it. I don't like it. And the dad's saying, son, it's 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 really okay. It's it maybe feels like it's not nice. And it feels like that that boy gave you that feeling. But that feeling, it's a part of you. It's really a part of your experience. And it's actually a gift. Because when you can say okay to that feeling, even though it's painful, even though you don't like it, when you can be aware of it at the same time as you can feel your skin and then daddy could like maybe he touches the boy's arm and says, you can feel that, right? Yeah, I can feel it. So when you feel that feeling on your uh, on your arm and your feet and you feel that feeling and you, you see the colors and the sounds and everything else, how do you feel now, son? And the kid goes, wow, <laughs> it's it's not so bad, you know, and dad, and dad says, yeah, right, because that feeling it's coming in there it's like it's a it's a gift it's coming in to test you like just like daddy now about how loving you are how kind you are how you can let even a painful feeling even an unexpected feeling even something that's not familiar to you come into your environment come into your life because things will my little son as you grow older you're going to experience many new things many unexpected things and they're going to come. You're going to feel them as as um, as, unex- as uh, maybe unpleasant feelings. But everyone is a gift. Everyone, even though it's alien or different to you, everyone wants to be your friend. And and so if you can feel it and feel that yeah, it doesn't feel nice, but you're able to accept it into your experience as a part of your full experience then you're going to be more like daddy and come here and give me a hug, you know, and the kid is going to get this, right? He's going to get this. And so what am I talking about here? I'm talking about being the father of yourself, guys out there and ladies out there. I'm talking about you being the mother of yourself or, you know, if you want any combination of the above, you know, or both. (laughs) It doesn't matter. But, you know, but for me, it certainly feels like my father. You know, as a very, you know, like guy guy feels like, wow, man. Yeah, of course, it would have been nice from my mum, but from my dad. I mean, yeah, he was the authority, you know, it would have been so cool if he could have done that. So, yeah, it's my job. It's my job to do that. So, yeah. So when I can feel that constriction in my heart, and I open it up. If I can just, you know, realize that there is a part of me right now that that sort of real that that child, that inner child, that that beautiful lovely you know innocent child that the old eco that the 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 suboptimal ecosystem doesn't like you know wants to do away with that little brat you know it's like uh, hmm, that won't last you know no i have to hold the space for that kid i'm going to feel the effect of this ecosystem in my body 
because it's a whole ecosystem now. It's not just an emotion because some kid's taken my little kid's ball. You know, it's like it's basically my whole life right now. It's all my emotions flashing all over at, at once. You know, it's like a whole suboptimal ecosystem. And how am I going to respond to it? Mm-hmm. So I respond to it by going, OK, hmm. OK, it's like it feels tight. It feels this. It feels that it's taken on a life of its own. It's telling me it, it fucking hates me. It tells me that I'm an idiot. It tells me that, you know, why haven't I done this and why haven't I done that? And cool. It's all right. It's okay. If I can, like, just realize that ultimately it's a gift. Ultimately, you know, as human beings, as we explore more of the solar system and more of the universe, we don't realize that we're, we're, we're also experiencing more inner space as above, so below, as, as, as without, so within, you know, so we're, we're going deeper into ourselves, we're, we're experiencing more and more kind of profound realizations, uh, and, and starting to notice more and more subtleties uh, within ourselves. And so it's within everybody's capability to start to understand this kind of stuff, and not just understand it, you know, but to be the real just the best father that you wished you'd ever had. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Thank you for that, Jasper. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Bro, anything, anything to add before we sign off? I think that's a beautiful place to sign off. I just want to say thank you and a very interesting chat again. And this is very useful for me. Thanks, bro. Okay. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. See you again. See you guys.